Should we do our intro every half? Yeah, we should. Yes. So, I'm your dungeon master, Sean Loftus. I'm Kalina, and I play Nilto. I am Molly, and you just dropped your last name. That's fine. <laughs> it's not the end of the I world. think we've all dropped our last name at least once. Have we? Yeah. Hmm. Oh, I play Cypress also. Hi. We're very public figures. <laughs> very public. We're very just... Public. I can't even go outside without someone wanting my autograph. No, never. <laughs> Alright, so... The party at this point has retrieved the rock rubs from Miss Morgan. They find themselves in the swamp, saying so long to the lizard folk, um, Ginvar. And I sent him on his way with a lunch with a lovely note from me, Cypress's mom. <laughs> you're, you're his official elf dude mom. <laughs> That's the best thing Cypress could have asked for. So, what do you do? You need to find one of the other targets. And a skill challenge seems the best way to do it. Right. Well, we know where one of them is. Yeah, my plan was to go to back to the mine mm-hmm. for zombie dust. I am also in on this plan. Okay. <laughs> Bless you. Thank you. I wanted to do the same thing I did before and try and figure out where the plants are sluggish and bad using na- my nature check. Okay. Nature check. Hopefully they're still sluggish and bad. Hopefully they haven't rebounded in the time it took for us to turn off the dark <laughs> portal. That was fun. That's fine. That <laughs> That's a 16. A 16. You find not exactly what you were hoping for, but you go to where you remember there being some plants that showed signs of erosion from the dark forces. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you see that they're healing nicely. Aww. And you remember the trail forward from here, what plants to follow. Nice. Okay. I'm very happy for them. All right. What next? Uh, when we follow the trail. All right, you guys are making your way towards Cobalt territory. Again. Mm-hmm. As you approach the border, I, you know that things are probably going to be similar to last time. Do you want to give me advantage on stealth again and repeat how well that went last time? <laughs> I, I, I poke Nilton on the side and give him advantage. You, on you poke stealth. yourself on the side? Mm-hmm. No, just. I, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I put Cypress. As you guys are working your way through the swamp, walking, the jingle jangle of your armor oh. is, muted. is muted by their poke mid-stride. Do we need to roll now? Stealth checks, yes. That 20. You better not fuck oh, this up. I did, I did, it's okay, I didn't fail. Which one's stealth? Where is stealth? The one that's stealth. Oh. <laughs> Twelve. Twelve total? Yes. Okay. Hmm. Niltail is carrying this fucking team. <laughs> Alright, so. You are traveling along uh, when you guys come across several kobolds, which, Cypress, you can identify by sight that these are just some, like, basic scouts. They're not my making friends. Making their rounds. Mm-hmm. Um... And Niltel, you start... Okay, we can just quickly get around them by going that way. And you point it out, Cypress. You crawl, basically. You're, you're brought to, like, a crawl to try and keep out of sight. <laughs> I'm too tall. It's so large. you're just not moving as silently uh, as Niltel. Uh, and then the kobolds turn your way. I freeze. You freeze up. Yep. <clears throat> blend right in. I'm salt colored. Yeah, because you can blend into your natural environment. Mm-hmm. So, because of that fact, 
They start walking towards you. What? They're getting closer. Oh, no. He's being They're not looking directly at you. I hold. <laughs> okay, one of them steps on you. Ah! I don't say anything. <laughs> okay. Hmm. I feel like I should make you check. I was going to say. <laughs> Constitution save? Sure. Can I have advantage? <laughs> no. <laughs> 16. 16. Okay. You stifle any noise. Ah! All right. What part of me does he stop? Is it my tummy? It's squishy. <laughs> it's I, I think it's Hand? your back. Okay. I didn't. I don't think your stomach up in the swamp. <laughs> you <laughs> don't know that. <laughs> Anyways, and he steps right over you and keeps going. They'll tell you're watching this in amazement. <laughs> just like <gasps> just like the scream face and expression. Mm-hmm. No, I think it's pretty funny. <laughs> I'm honestly surprised you managed to pull it off. I'm making an awful just like face, just like I hate it. <laughs> I give you a thumbs up. They have pointy feet. <laughs> so this forces you to stay there and wait until the kobolds get practically out of sight, killing some time. But then you drag yourself up. Just cover you've mud. just been waiting there for them for a while. <laughs> it's been like, I think they're gone. Cypress's oh, but a, I was so comfortable here on the swamp ground. Size got a, a mud mustache. Yep, that ain't all. <laughs> and beard. And I have like a footprint on my back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you're thinking, you're wondering uh, if maybe there's going to be more risk as you work your way in. And as you get close to the place, to the, the mine, I might as well call it that. <laughs> As you get close, sure there's can. a lot more activity here. You remember those brambles? Yeah. yeah. They've been cleared away, and you can see some kobold bushwhackers uh. cutting away at it. There's a whole crowd of kobolds around the mine. Oh, no. Right, because they've been taking the coin and stuff. <clears throat> yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. You're mm-hmm. thinking that, like, earlier it was just a couple of scouts that happened to walk over Cypress. You're thinking that if something similar happened this time, uh, that there would be no getting away this time. How many of them seem apathetic like they don't care? I mean... Because that's what happened to Neltel. Hmm. But we did wise? turn off the dark the dark thing. We did, but I feel like it might still be active. Well, the, the surroundings have seemed better. My question is, can I tell... How many kobolds can I see? How many kobolds can you see? Yeah. Okay. What do your elf eyes see? <laughs> oh, wait. Shit, we already made that joke once. I have to pay royalties now. <laughs> you have to pay Orlando Bloom himself. <laughs> Take you him start making date. a head count. Cypress, you're looking at all of them too, but you're not making a head count. They seem normal. They don't seem like they're cutting away the brambles lazily or moving stuff in and out of the mine lazily they look like they're doing it at their normal cobalt pace they're actually pretty good workers okay they got good work ethic so um, the effect is probably gone yeah you're counting you're trying to keep them all in your head uh and you come to a total of 21 okay. too many okay one might argue um so cypress you see an illusion of me walk out from what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> From hiding. And I walk over to the kobolds. And I kobolds. Say, the kobolds. <laughs> and I say, hey. Does your illusion make noise? I think so. I think it looks and sounds like me and I can 
Is it minor? As illusion? long as I can see it. No, it's, it's a class feature, right? Yeah, it's um, it's my trickery cleric stuff. I see. Oh wait, you're already a trickerer. Cleric chooses at level one. Right. Looking through the book. Flip, flip, flip. You, you've been using the internet this whole time. Why not this time? I don't have the player's handbook on my computer. Of all the things to not have on your computer, why don't you have that one? You cr- <laughs> so a perfect illusion of Niltel. There's Niltel, the real Niltel, is standing right, right next, next to, you. to you. I reach out and touch you. Mm-hmm. I'm and like, I'm busy. You touch normally. <laughs> the perfect illusion, like walks out of them like they were overlapping and then walks forward into the scene, basically. <laughs> um, Cypress does not handle this well. <laughs> I rolled. only rolled for it. And it moves <laughs> 30 feet out into the crowd. Um, you can't sense through their senses. No, but I can see from where I'm standing. Because mm-hmm. I did a head count. And hmm, it doesn't say anything about it being able to make noise and stuff, so I think it is just a visual illusion. Well, they hear the hay anyway. Yeah, and it's coming from the same general direction. direction yeah. They all turn towards illusory Niltel, mm-hmm. uh, and there is like a like a a brief Urgh. moment of like what do we do before some of them start moving out. The ones with machetes that clear. The bushes mm-hmm. are coming forward. Um, illusory Niltel turns and runs away. Okay. So you can maintain your illusion for up to 120 feet. It's not running. So he kind of, he turns back to where I'm facing, not directly at me, but like kind of off to the side um, to try to draw them away from the, hmm. the entrance of the mine. Okay. I'm not going to make you make a check. They have seen you guys running from this place before. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the whole crowd of them actually go chasing <laughs> after the duplicate. So basically what I do is I, I go as far as I know I can go, and then I have a uh, fake no-tell, like, kind of duck behind a tree, and I break the illusion. Okay. Cypress has this entire time had a hand over his mouth to keep from, like, <laughs> freaking out. And I wait, and he's like, what the fuck did you just do? Anyway, let's go. Anyway! Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you just walk away with eyes. I just walk towards the mine. Okay. Cypress goes, this. <laughs> and then he falls. <laughs> you guys have been like hiding behind like a tree or something. You've got your hand up against it. A spider gently but quickly travels over your palm. Fun. And you smile at it before dashing forward. A friend. Feeling confidence from it. <laughs> so. Your god was approving you, probably. What happened? Your god was, was like, nice. She loves trickery. <clears throat> you guys make your way down into the dark hole. It's the familiar place place that it was before, but everything has been moved. Remember the tile floor of the labyrinth from when you first entered? It really helps that this was just released right before we recorded this. (laughs) All of the tiles have been pried up, removed, removed from the mine. But it was cool. I know, but apparently they wanted it. They don't give a shit about archaeology. So... Uh, you notice in particular an absence of kobold bodies, and you notice that several of the tunnels that were completely blocked up before have been excavated. Um, the first one that you see is just, it seems like they excavated past the blockage there, and then they just ran into swamp mud, and it, the, the tunnel just like collapsed. 
Uh, but the second tunnel, it goes downward, and it appears to be solid stone, which is still mystifying how this is happening. So there's no body or body residue anywhere? No, the like finely dressed cobalt bodies that are dressed completely different from the like leather scrapped, almost Mad Maxian tribal folk of the swamp. These guys are dressed almost like little gentlemen. Aww. <laughs> uh, their bodies have all been removed from the scene, and a lot of the wreckage has been cleared, and all okay. the coins have been scooped up. I'm guessing the zombie body's also gone now. Well, now what? The zombie's gone, obviously. What I'm thinking is maybe there will be one in here, and I can point to the tunnel. Or if nothing else, maybe there's some good loot down there. I mean, if we're lucky, we've got some time. Hopefully they're, you know, wound up in chasing nothing for a while. Miss Morgan didn't give us a deadline, did she? No, but let's let's get in and out as soon as possible. All right, and we start. Okay, so the first thing that happens uh, as you're moving along uh, is you guys were just discussing out loud. We didn't get a time limit, did we? Uh, and then the next thing you that happens <laughs> is which one of you is like the first to start moving towards the cavern entrance? Me. Okay, you kick over a basket that wasn't there next to your foot a second ago. Ugh. Ugh. Uh, uh, what? And I pick it up. Okay. It's... There's something clearly inside, but it's, like, wrapped up slash under, like, a little quilt. I unquilt wrap it. Okay. This slightly mothing at the edges quilt, you flip it open, and inside are two vials of a brackish liquid. Is there a note? Uh, Yeah. Under the vials, there is a note that says, One down, a little something to keep a pep in your step. Thank thank you. (laughs) I I take one and I pocket it. Mm -hmm. I'm going to roll Arcana to... Yeah, I also investigate it. Sure. Not good. Uh, Four. Eighteen. Okay. Oh, how the turntables... (laughs) You assume you've—I mean, you know about health potions, but you there's something like this doesn't look like a conventional one. Normally, it is like a thick, sort of like a almost reddish liquid. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is like it's—it's it's brackish. Like if you imagine like the stuff that you buy in the store, this is like the stuff that's been like home brewed in a still in the wilderness. I see. Okay. So exactly what happened. <laughs> Presumably. Presumably. No, it's store-bought. She just put it in her own vials. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep, I will be using that if I get in a scrape. Hell potion. Question mark? Fair. Question mark. Okay. What I'm writing down is health, ellipsis, potion? <laughs> health? health? Potion? Okay, we go forward. Okay. So you come downwards, and it go opens up into a room with a... On the ground, do you see these shattered fragments reflecting up at you? They're all over the floor. There are these shattered fragments of mirror, so you mm. see your reflection down there. Spooky. And uh, on the wall in front of you, you see... A mural, the labyrinth 
pattern that I noticed before reaches up from from where it should be to up it keeps it crawls up from where it should be up the wall into onto this like mural space you see what appears to be places where gemstones okay thank you we see gemstones Yes. But we don't see gemstones. You don't see gemstones. You see the spaces where gemstones were probably pried out of the wall uh, amongst murals of what looks like a treasure hoard. Um, uh, Coiled around the treasure hoard is the depiction of a dragon with forward horns. uh, And on the other side of the mural, because the dragon is actually off to the side, on the other side of the mural you see a dragon man standing upright Mm -hmm. Holding a wand and wearing a crown. Dragonborn? Um, probably. Roll me society because yeah. you're from the Underdark. Fair. Are forward facing horns normal in dragons? Do I know? Uh, nine. Okay. That's His. Not a humanoid I've ever seen. Not. Yeah. He, he's a dragon man. Yeah. But dragon man? You're, you're, you're aware of the lore that. There are some kinds of dragon men out there. I probably just think it's lore, though. Yes. Yeah. All right. I want to roll to see what I know about all oh, this. Oh, okay. Also, roll society. Bad. Okay. I mean, you know there are dragon men out there, but you've never <laughs> encountered one in your life. Okay, that's fair. You know that they live in far away. Okay. Okay. Was this place just excavated? Did they... Was this here before? I mean... The most important part of the mural is that standing above the treasure and all the other figures in the mural is what appears to be a burst open door and chains and a larger than life kobold, like the platonic ideal of a kobold, standing his like arms outstretched with a large gemstone in one hand and an excavator's pickaxe with a wicked a wicked looking hook on the other side in his other hand. Okay, so hmm. I mean the kobolds definitely made this. Well, they definitely made it and they definitely recently took all the the valuable things out out of it. It must have been redis- it must have been rediscovered. Um there was that unnatural ending on those tunnels the first time we were here just solid weird stone did something close these mines off for a reason hopefully not because that means they're open again so is the gemstone in this hand a gemstone no it is simply the mural depiction of a gemstone okay you see other spaces in the mural where there would have been gemstones but strangely enough not in this part point Hmm. this one's just painted Mm mm-hmm um, I want to check and see if the mural's trapped or has any mechanisms in it. Sure. Roll me device. Um, 16 plus nothing, because my intelligence is bad. Mm, 16 plus nothing? Okay. So, you work your hands across the material of it, and you don't notice any switches or levers or anything like that um what you do notice is that the stonework of the uh bottom part uh it looks as though parts of it have been like chunked off and removed 
Huh. Just stonework, raw stonework has been removed. Interesting. I kneel down to look and see if there's anything in the holes. Okay. Um, and get probably attacked in the face. So you have dark vision. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And what's you guys' uh, passive perceptions? What is that? 10 plus perception? Yes. 10 plus perception modifier? Uh, yes. 13. 16? Okay. So, you stoop down and glance into the darkness and the mangled face oh. of a humanoid with an absurdly long tongue falls oh. out of you. You're terrified for a moment and taken aback before you realize that it is a corpse. And you guys hear the snap of a foot crushing some mirror bits behind you. Well, first of all, I'm disappointed that it's not a zombie, because... Yeah, you said abnormally long tongue, and I had the weird intrusive thought of, oh god, it's going to kiss me, because my face is right there. (laughs) (laughs) Nah. Don't lick your cheek. Gross. Mm -hmm. Roll religion if you want to identify what this is. But... This is a split mm, second I don't. thing. I would get yeah. don't. Uh, Two plus. You don't because you don't see it. Oh, fair. I say, yeah. And this is a split second thing, but you guys are immediately distracted by the noise behind you. But when you whip around, nothing is there. I look at the mirror. You look down at the mirror and you see that standing before you is a horrible faceless oh, no. thing with claws. long clawed fingers. I pick up my rapier. Ooh. All right, roll initiative. Not this we thing have again. to fight what we cannot see. Uh, 14. 20. Nope, sorry, 19. My initiative's plus zero. Okay, Cypress <laughs> goes first. Oh, news. What news? Um, <laughs> let's see. Did we fight this thing last time? No, we just ran away. Ooh, ooh, you know what I'm gonna do. Okay. Oh, I'm excited if ooh, this works. Ooh, what you gonna do? I take my harmonica out of my pocket. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. No fiddle. Harmonica. Well, yeah, it's, uh... Easier. Quick music situation. Fair. And I do a very quick, bright little tune. Mm-hmm. And I cast Fairy Fire. Each object in a 20-foot cube within range is outlined in blue, green, or violet light. Your choice any creature in the area when the spell is cast is also outlined in light. If it saves, if it fails, a dex save. Okay. It's going to make a dex save against that. If this succeeds, you guys won't have disadvantage trying to hit something invisible. Yes. I'm rolling shit today. So, Hell yeah. <laughs> how does an 11 fare against your Oh, saving? God. My, my spell save is 12. <laughs> I think mine is 2, to be fair. Oh, let's, I just want to take a minute and recognize my good, smart boy Cypress. I can't wait until level 4 when, we can, when I can add to my ability score. Okay. <laughs> my spell save go up. All right. I've traded out my old D20s for new D20s because I'm a sore loser. <laughs> Put them in baby jail. <laughs> Dice jail. All right. For bad dice. From your harmonica, you blow into it your music, and out of the other end, but not just the sound, but the fairy fire comes out, and it flies forward, and it illuminates it in uh, blue blue light. Hold on. Wait, I get to choose. Only beautiful. Um, blue, green, or violet light. Actually, I'm feeling violet right now. Okay, so (laughs) violet light casts across this thing and causing strange shadows to cast across the walls and each object also is so like the mirrors are also glowing and it's beautiful glowing? and terrifying well you're not in the cube i'm not either Fair. 
And you can see more clearly now its outline. It's got these like triple jointed fingers. Yeah, uh, it only appears to be wearing a loincloth, but it looks like a human. But you get no definition in his face. Does it have big dick energy? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> I don't think it should, <laughs> considering what it is. What's All its right. PF? <laughs> For those of you who don't know, that's penis factor. Or pussy factor. Or oh, pelvic right. factor is what the brothers decided. Pelvic factor. Oh, I forgot all about that. Anyway. Anyway. Yes. So, that's the end of your turn? Uh, is it? Yep, one action. Alright. It's not like Slenderman featureless, but it is like so generic face. But all we see is an outline, so we literally just see its silhouette. Correct? Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. You can't make out any definition on it, but... Okay, who's is it me? Yes. I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking cast Sacred Flame. Got it. Yes. Um Dexterity Saving Throw. Another Dex Saving Throw. Alright. Okay. Purple or blue. Oh, purple because she just did violet light. Hmm. Alright. A seventeen plus four. Oh no. Buck. Mm-hmm. Does it still do it? No, it doesn't do any on on a fail, I don't think. Alright. But no. your flame like radiance fires out from your hand? Yeah. Uh, well, no. It descends from the sky. Damn it. Okay. Sure. It looks fucking beautiful in here, like casting off. Oh, just so much like the light. so much like non-fire fire that yeah. we're casting. A strange illumination lights up the ceiling, and it almost completely non-threatened. It just sort of moves Whoop. to the side. I'm like real disappointed in myself. He's smooth criminaled out of the way of that thing. <laughs> but he's like moving to the side in a way that he's like adjusting in order to like attack Cypress. Yep, that's valid. Uh, which is what he does now. <sighs> so. <clears throat> God damn it. Okay. That's a 10 to hit. <laughs> He's wicked does not. <laughs> and I'm going to switch to my sword and shield setup. Alright. Where is my... I don't have moon sword stats at the ready. You don't? No. I told you them last time, but we can do it now. Okay. Molly has so many weapons, is the thing. Fair enough. <laughs> moon sword. I'm guessing it's a plus four because it's my, a strength weapon. Proficiency uh-huh. plus strength modifier. What's the damage? A longsword is a martial weapon. 1d8 damage. What's a moonsword, though? Huh? Is a moonsword also 1d8? A moonsword is also a longsword, but it is a longsword with special features. I see. I outlined those features in a text to you. It's in Tungeon. Don't worry about it. Okay. But I'm worried about it. What if it's, I need it? It's a drow... Oh, right. I need to ask for your blood sometimes. <laughs> I'm good, actually. I think yeah. it just glows when it gets blood. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the only feature it has right now. Wink. I need to I need to take my sword on a nice candlelit dinner to unlock the next <laughs> feature. To make friends. Mm-hmm. We can deal with that later. Yeah. But yeah. it's So that's uh, strength plus proficiency to wield. Yes. Um for your attack bonus, and it is 1d8 plus strength damage. Yep, I got it. Strength mod. Moon sword. Got it. Okay. And you got your shield out, so you got plus two to your armor class. Yes. Awesome. Uh, okay, so you spend your whole turn... Changing out your weapons? Yes. No, that's not how that works. 
Well, you had either nothing out or you had your axe out. No. I had nothing out. I had the harmonica out. Okay. It is a... So in order to... you, You put your harmonica away... That was your interaction on your last turn. I mean, pulling it out was your interaction on your last turn. In order to pull that out, I can accept either that, like, your longsword or your shield You can drop it on the ground. It it is like an interaction and an action this turn. So I can't also attack? It's two things. You're doing two things. (laughs) Okay. All right. You'll tell. Um... It's fine if you're just doing one thing like that, but two things like that, and it's an action. Right. Okay. I already said I got my rapier out, so I'm just going to try to attack it. Got it. 19. 19, yes. Roll that damage. It is outlined, so it lost ah! one of its main features. <laughs> yeah, I rolled a one for damage. <laughs> Plus? Oh, it's just, it's a finesse weapon. It's a finesse weapon? So or you don't mean? add strength when you hit stuff, right? Don't you add decks? Finesse weapons? Don't you I add decks? Do I add decks? For finesse weapons, it sounds right. No, finesse weapons means you use decks when you, instead of strength for hitting, but I don't think you add it afterwards. I think it's just added to the attack, not the damage. Sean's looking it up. Yep. Yeah, it's damage plus dex modifier. Hell yeah. yeah. Four then. That's going to be a major boon to your calculations. <laughs> yep. Alright. So, that was with your rapier? Yeah. Alright. I'm Zorro. <laughs> you Zorro through the air at it. It is taken off guard by the fact that it can't rely on its invisibility, and you stab it. It pierces into its form. Uh, you don't see, like, a bunch of, like, visible blood come out, though. You can't see it because it's just an outline. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but still... Maybe it doesn't bleed. Maybe. Alright. So, Cypress's turn, Niltel's turn, that means it's its turn. And you just charged I at just it. I stabbed it. Mm-hmm. So. A 23 to hit. Ugh. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I have to tell you... <laughs> Bring back the other dice that were our friends. Yeah. But uh, it does not have any advantage on this attack roll, so. Okay. It unsheaths its claws. Well, it, there are no sheaths. Sorry. <laughs> it, so. it brandishes them. Yeah. You lunge forward with a rapier and it immediately retaliated. Seven damage. Ooh. That's, that's like half like damage. damage. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Meowing. Okay. Hmm. How strong is this thing appear to be? I mean, it did just slash me for half of my health. I mean, it's invisible. You can't get, like, a good look at its muscles or anything. You don't know. Um. Hold on. So this isn't a concentration spell. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to pop my rage bodily, <laughs> like, scruff Niltel out of the way. Concentration? Yeah, I mean, if it were concentration, I wouldn't be able to rage and have it continue. Have it continue. So you're going to cast the spell and then rage. Got it. No, fairy fire has already been already going. Cast. Oh. That's what we're saying. Yes. It so. just it just happened. We are already saying the same thing. So you don't have to worry about it. Yeah, so you rage. And I say, get out of the way, and I just, boom. Cypress's muscles. me while you're mad. Yeah, Cypress's <laughs> muscles ripple. 
And this is why Cypress doesn't have sleeves. <laughs> I just bust through them every time. These used to have sleeves. Yeah, and they charge Swamp Shield and Moon Sword uh, I forward. Love <laughs> and I'm going to whack it with the Moon Sword. Roll Whoa. that. Hmm. So on that one, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. <laughs> So, this thing is still... (laughs) Very, very angry. (laughs) Mm -hmm. This thing is pretty um, light on its feet. So, there's a crunch, crunch, crunch of glass as Cypress charges forward. And then another crunch, crunch, crunch of glass (laughs) as the thing sidesteps your stab. It goes, what? Oh, you almost had me. I already got perforated from one blade. I'm not going to get perforated by another, apparently. <laughs> Is Cypress prone? No. I mean, I fucked, I, I did a it's natural a fail. One. Yeah, it auto fails. So I don't do anything okay. especially bad? No. Who has been DMing for you that is making you fall prone? That's the rules. It's not. It, it's flavor. It's at least 3.5 rules, which I'm used to. Okay. Well, that's not in 5e because that would be I'm bullshit. I'm pretty sure it's in 5e. It's not a give me the. I want to say that, but give me the dungeon master's guide. But I, we, I guess we'll do another rules check. What I will do is say that I fuck up my lunge and I like have to scrabble very undignified for several minutes <laughs> to not fall over. I mean, Lots if you want to make it your rule that that doesn't happen, that's fine. I'm sure Molly prefers to not be prone. I prefer to not be prone. I just usually there's like a flavor of you fuck up in this way. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you know that one video of the girl, like, on an icy driveway? And she lets her fall over and she, like, frozones trying to stay upright. It's like that. And then falls anyway. (laughs) Okay. So, critical failures do not exist in 5e. That one's autofail for attack rolls, according to the Player's Handbook, page 194. Uh, Nat ones also have a crit fail like effect on death saves, but the PHP never says critical failure for anything. It explicitly calls out effects that happen on Nat ones for attack rolls and death saves, and nowhere else. Huh? Interesting. Anyway, anyway, I'm gonna cast Toll the Dead. <gasps> you guys were so certain that something worse was gonna happen to you. No, that's it's you... just prone. No, no, I just think that it's funny that you guys argued with me for something worse to happen to your character. <laughs> I just think it's funny. Wait, I don't need to roll for Toll the Dead. Yeah, but that would be flavor. It's a good thing you didn't have to roll to toll the dead. No, I moved it around after I rolled. But yes. Alright, so you toll the dead. He's already taken some damage. Some damn gench. Yep. Alright, that's a two. Hell yeah. Do it. Is this radiant damage? No, it's necrotic damage, I think. Seven. This this D12 will only roll sevens. (laughs) Shouldn't you be casting Sacred Flame on this bad boy? Do you want to swap? Do you want to swap it out, or do you just want to no, take? No, I want to cast all the sacred flames. A cantrip. See, it's a zero. Sacred flame is for me. Where do I have this? That's what it means, right? Like the zeros are cantrips. No, zeros are cantrips, but I don't have it written down on my spell sheet that I have this as a cantrip. Then you don't have it. Okay, I thought I had it. I think I picked it out because I thought it was a first level spell. As a preparation. I think that you guys have done that. Both of you have done that on your spell lists. <laughs> That's fine. Um, we can just figure that out when you guys level up next. Yeah. Well, I, I have everything, so I just prepared whatever, and I think I thought it was one, so I prepared it with everything else. Well, so. if you have it prepared, you can cast it. No. That's how 
Prepare. I can't prepare cantrips, can I? No. Okay. <laughs> I stand corrected. I still, to- I mean, either way, I cast Toll the Dead. Yeah. And I did seven damage. Yes, okay, good. I just wanted to know how much damage you did. <laughs> We're having a great time here on our Dungeons and Dra- Dragons Mechanics podcast. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, there's been a lot of rules talk today. It's frankly a little embarrassing. <laughs> we don't know how to play Dungeons and Dragons. We're, We're just faking it. <laughs> and that was your turn, Nil? Yeah, that's my turn. Okay. It clutches its head with its clawed fingers, slightly raking into its scalp, and then it flees down the tunnel away from you guys. Opportunity attack. Opportunity attack? Go for it. Do we both get opportunity attacks? Were you in melee range with it? Uh, It did slash me a second ago. 17. Then also make one. Roll damage. Hell yeah, the rage damage. 19. Oh shit. Also no uh, damage. 12 plus 2 plus 2. 12 plus Max 2 damage. Plus 2. So, oh. 16 damage. It didn't take an action this turn. I think that I got confused because I was like, okay, it will disengage. But then I was like, then I just ruled that you guys did opportunity attacks. Anyway, it's too late now. Anyways, I, I did 16 damage. I did 6 damage. 6 damage. Anyway, so here's a total of 22. That's a lot of damage. <laughs> yep. Okay. So. Does it die? Yes. Oh, uh, it does? Completely. Oh, damn. Completely taken aback by how it was illuminated when it was trying to sneak up on you guys in the darkness. Uh, it tries to flee. This whole battle, it's been relying on its, hey, I'm invisible instincts. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you guys just take it out no problem thanks to fairy fire. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. You cut into it invisibly. There's no sign of blood or gore, but the outline collapses onto the ground in front of you, casting the eerie corpse light around on the tunnel in the room. So it is a physical form. It, it does have a physical weight. Um, uh, I want to put touch my touch it. Yeah. Let <laughs> <laughs> me touch the body. All right. I mean, you can physically feel it. It's kind of cold. Does it have pockets? <laughs> no, it just has a loincloth. Yikes. Not gonna oh, touch don't, that. don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Um, can I roll to know what it is? Or... Um, Arcana. Arcana. I'm gonna drink the health potion. Sure. Arcana, that's a 13. 13. Okay. Um, besides... I mean, the closest thing that you can identify as this as is like the spooky stories about boogeymen, but... You're pretty sure that that's referring to bugbears, not whatever this is. Oh. You think that whatever this is, it's something obscure. I see. Probably from that weird plan I was in that one time. So I... you want to drink a health potion? I'm going to drink a health potion. I'm also going to roll um, Arcana on it. Okay. Um, nice. Uh, 17. 17. Mm. I feel like since I'm from a different place, I might have a different knowledge. Knowledge. Yeah, I might have slightly more or knowledge on it. I want me to think about it because a 17 would definitely get something that is like above average obscurity, but I feel like this thing is like a legendary obscurity. That's fair. I mean, if I don't know anything about it, I don't know anything. Also, what did the health potion do? Yeah. That's what I'm trying to resolve right now. I'd probably roll for it. Mm hmm. Wild magic? It's 2d4 plus either one or two, and I can't remember which one it is. Nice. 
That's fine. 2d4 does it. I'm at max. Okay. Does it have any other effect? Any other effects? Yeah, do I feel different in any other way? Uh, so what happens is that you uncork it, and after a moment of hesitation, you chug it back. It is salty. Ugh. It's Ew. like, it tastes Actually, like you're yum. drinking salt. Yum. Well, it's too salty. Oh. You oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're fine. You're fine. Uh, you'll, you'll experience the displeasure of it later, but... They seem like they enjoyed what they drank, and then... Yeah, so you see me, and I'm like, mmm, <laughs> hell yeah. Tasty. <laughs> a, after a moment of satisfaction, the effects of it seem to take place on you as your wounds scab over and your scabs seem to disappear rather quickly. Good news. Yeah? It is a health potion. Oh, thank fuck. <laughs> yes, 2d4 plus 2, just for future reference. Cool. It's gone now, so... It's gone now. <laughs> well, Molly's got one. So, by the way, we should keep an eye on the time. I know, I know. Sorry, I did, did I say it already? Yes. yes. <laughs> Sorry. What we? What do you say, Chris, do? Um, I'm... If there's nothing else to fight, I'm going to sl- slowly unrage. Mm-hmm. Calm. Calm yourself. And, hmm, there's... A room under the wall here, and there is a dead thing in there, so I think that's a good bet as any towards finding a zombie. Uh, sure. Okay. Can I lift the wall? You cannot <laughs> lift the wall, but you can crawl through the hole. <laughs> Again! Again! <laughs> again? <laughs> last time we crawled through a hole. Oh, again. <laughs> again. This is easier than last time. Do okay. I get stuck? Is my butt sticking out at the end this time? I'm just going to say no. Okay. Um, so, the body is kind of very in the way when you are crawling through the hole, though. Who's going first? I use Moonsword and poke it out of the way. Okay. You do your best at that. <laughs> it's not very good, though. Uh, I hate that I'm just, like, giving this thing a full body brush as I, like, go past it. Okay, this is time-consuming, but... Uh, it's time-consuming to try and get it out of the way with a sword, so you just endure the, like, extremely cold and clammy <laughs> and smelliness of it as you shove it out of the way. You're in a, like, relatively very small chamber uh, that appears to ha- It is very dusty in here. Oh, no. Uh, and it is stone, and you see a stone box on, like, a little table, uh, and... Uh, yeah, this dead body, it is muscular, it is pure white, it has pointed ears, and mm. an extremely long tongue sticking out. Niltel, are you coming through too? Yeah, I come through. Hey. Okay, it's very cramped in here. Is this... Uh, Pretty cramped. Is this... Is, I, and I open an eyelid. I, I'm asking... Look at its eyes. Cypress is like, how do I ask if this is a dark elf without being weird? Religion. A religion? To open an eyelid? It's not a drow. Oh, it's not? Okay. Well, that's what I was mainly figuring out with that. But anyway, I got uh, 19. Okay. This is a ghoul. What you know about ghouls is that... See, elves are weirdos in a lot of ways. Elves don't typically leave behind ghosts or zombies, but sometimes elves... Elven, sometimes elven women will leave behind banshees, and sometimes elven men will leave behind ghouls, which are like the smarter, eternally hungry 
disgusting ambusher cousin of the zombie. I feel like now it's how Loki wants to leave behind a ghoul. Yeah, <laughs> Loki more like Heike. <laughs> so wait, is that thing, is it dead? Permanently dead? It's a undead that has been re-deaded with <laughs> razor sharp teeth and jagged claws. Oh, oh. So I, I, yeah, I let you know. I'm like, oh, it's just a ghoul. Do you think this counts as zombie for powder? It's only a creature that is driven by insatiable hunger for humanoid flesh. Oh, only. Mm-hmm. Does it count as zombie powder? Though? Can it is we, undead. Can we get powder from it? Um, roll me nature check, guys. Bad. Eight. I got 11. Okay. You will need to move the corpse to someplace where you can actually mortar and pestle create a powder from part of its body. Wait, is so this does count as a zombie for zombie powder? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Cypress, what was the third thing we needed? Um, blight, well, puss, but first I want to see what's in this box. Okay. Well, I'm just saying, let's take this ghoul and leave before the kobolds come back. Why don't we just cut off part of the ghoul so we do not have to haul that whole ass body back up the way? Fair. I cut off a hand. Okay, you cut off the ghoul's hand. I inspect the box and see if it's trapped. Hopefully. Device? Hopefully. Hopefully not. Well, hopefully (laughs) to see if it's trapped. No, bad. (laughs) Who knows? It might be. Two. Yeah. I open the box. All right. The box pops open. There is a poof of dust. It seems like this has not been disturbed for a very long time. (laughs) It's pepper spray. Ah! (laughs) And within the box, you can see a stone tablet with writing in Draconic carved on it. I can read that. Mm Mm-hmm. And what you read is... Colonel Mac, the imprisoned. One day he shall return. Until then, many kobold have given up. They wait. They worship other gods. They are fools. We will do what it takes to free Kirtlemac, no matter who it entangles us with. Fiends and devils, monsters and wizards, no matter who they are, we will free Kirtlemac. So we say. I wonder if Kirtlemac is the one we just killed. I don't know. Kirtlemac. Probably not if it's a god, but you don't know what kobolds are up to. Kirtlemac. religion. This might jog your memory. Bad. No, okay. Uh, 17. 17. Okay. Presumably there are kobolds in the Underdark? Yeah. You've done a lot of religious studies, and kobolds are... I have, to be fair. Yeah, kobolds are among those who have been enslaved by the drow. Um, a lot of... It's not considered, like, great... Like, you're not really supposed to, like, study the, like, heathen gods of the inferior races, but... <laughs> curious well. fellow. But the word has come up that Colonel Mac is the kobold god of the kobolds. Word on the street has it. Right. Yes, but they're, like... So this they, is definitely an old kobold god. Yeah. I keep the tablet. What you know from experience is that this is not a god that they cry out to for save... For save... For, to be saved. They don't mm-hmm. cry out to Colonel Mac to be saved. Uh, the way that they talk and they pray about Colonel Mac is the idea that uh, they are f- fully expecting slash acknowledging that their god is powerless to help them. Cypress, write down Colonel Mac so we don't forget. I'm taking the tablet. <laughs> okay, that's I fair. Put it in the bag. All right, it disappears into the bag. The bag, at this point, seems to weigh 15 pounds. Cool. Okay. I thought it was weightless, bag of holdings were. 
No. Well, it's ways less. Mm. Not weight less. Anyway, <laughs> let's leave. I leave. As quickly as possible. Got it. All right, so with the ghoul hand in tow and its very long claws, you guys crawl your way through under the t- uh, it, through the little alcove of this secret chamber, um, step over the still glowing uh, <laughs> body of the it's thing. It's only going to glow for another hour. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> and make your way to the entrance quickly. All right, so... Uh, you poke your heads out, and you can see just one or two kobold scouts that appear to have returned. Roll me stealth. Oh, no. Oh, wait, I don't have disadvantage. That was against 15. The thing. 12 15. plus 1. 13. Okay. So, you're making your way out quickly and quietly. When you hear a very loud splash behind you as Cypress just steps Every straight time. into a puddle, the kobolds like turn Cypress. their head towards Cypress and they chase you away. Run! Uh, I think this is where we're going to end for today. <laughs> you see what appears to be places where gemstones. I have a headache. I'm getting tired. I'll keep talking. Okay, fine. Okay, you see spaces where you believe that it could be that gemstones were pried off of the wall. You see... Okay. Just... Just do it. I'm sorry. Trying to be quiet just makes you loud. <laughs> just give me some water. Just yeah. be like, hey, I need to do a thing next time. Okay. <laughs> you looked at me as soon as I reached for my purse, but... too. <laughs> it's not like a pill bottle doesn't make noise. I know. But I'd want to get to the nitty-gritty about grinding a hand into dust. Anyway, so we take out the Morton Pestle. <laughs> Next time. <laughs> I use the end oh, of my axe. Oh, I axe. thought you were about to do a, Next a jingle. Time. Next time. Da, 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 da. Closing time. Closing <laughs> time. <laughs> it's time to go home. Our work here is done. It's time we to go home and play. Hand. <laughs> See, I only know that one Kill line of the song. Creature. Oh, I know the whole song closing time. If you want me to recite it, I oh, will. Oh, please. Sing, sing. One last call for alcohol. Oh, no. So finish your whiskey or beer. Bye. This is we fade out. This is where we fade out. Oh, I wanted more of that for the post credit. I'm so sad, man. It's so Closing sad. time. Open all the doors and let you out into the world. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we don't have the right set song. Oh, fuck. Turn <laughs> out all the lights <laughs> on over every boy It's parody fair use. <laughs> yeah, I could move into the exits. Mm-hmm.